there's a lesson to be learned here. I want to make sure I make it clear for any, again, young listener or someone that's working at a job where they have a boss and they have coworkers, et cetera, is that like every job is a complete opportunity. And we had this amazing opportunity where we got to learn on someone else's dime how to run this playbook. And we got to make a ton of mistakes on somebody else's dime. I'm Patrick Chandler. I'm TJ Kiblin. I'm Nick Reyes. And you're listening to the Sweat Daily Podcast. What is up, everyone? I get to sit in the uh, host seat this week. Uh, pretty excited, though, because we have uh, TJ. What's going on, guys? And this week, we're going to have uh, uh, Jeff Wasserman and Kyle Combs from S2. Guys, uh, say hello. What's going on, guys? How we doing? So uh, I know we've already had uh, Freddie Ford on, who's one of the store managers of S2. But uh, given that S2 is such a close friend of the family here from uh, for TJ, for Pat, and for myself, um, and the rest of the team at Kansas Athletic Club, I figured, um, you know, bring, bring you guys in is really kind of the... What do you guys exactly do? Are you guys the owners of S2, the GMs of it all? What? Give me a little overview. What exactly you guys? Uh, great question. Uh, Kyle and I are the Kansas. Uh, we have the Kansas City market. We are franchisees, so we are the owners of all of the Kansas City metro area supplement superstores. Perfect. Perfect. So uh, no, no, uh, uh, no lack of things to do. Right. 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 Keeps us pretty busy. To say the least, uh, and I think it's important to annotate that we've uh, we started off as as like minimum wage hourly employees with Supplement Superstores a long time ago. So we've we've seen it all, if you will. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's maybe rewind some. How did you guys meet? Um, did you guys meet back then, like in the early days? Mm-hmm. I, I used to uh, the the first time I ever met Jeff. So we went to Missouri State together. So the original Supplement Superstores is in Springfield, Missouri. And, um, I met Jeff. I was, I was working at a bar. I used to bounce at a bar. I was the door guy at a bar and Zan uh, nightclub. If you know your Springfield, Missouri places, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's give it some credit. (laughs) What up Zan? And, uh, I was, my best friend, Mike Taylor had just started working at a little supplement store called supplement superstores. And, uh, he introduced me to Jeff. Jeff used to come into our, our, uh, bar and he would be like hey man I, I'm gonna bring a girl in here tonight will you let me cut the line <laughs> I'd be like yeah man you know give me 10 bucks and we can make that happen and that's how I met Jeff and I never gave him 10 bucks <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure that's probably true he probably traded me something dumb for it like hey man here's a coupon for uh, Domino's pizza or something very true that's um, that's probably actually 100% accurate yeah. yeah, I was thinking though the other. I, I don't know when I was, I started thinking about this, but I was thinking about how much. So Mike Taylor, the guy that that introduced me to Jeff, he. So we worked together, and we were, we worked at the bar together, and I was thinking how much that him going into supplement superstores completely changed the path of my life, because. When he left that day, he was my roommate at the time. He was like, hey, man, I'm going to go apply at GNC. We had a buddy that worked at a GNC. And he's like, I'm going to go apply at GNC and see if I can get a second job working at GNC. I was like, okay. And then he came back that day, and he's like, well, I didn't get a job at GNC, but you know that other little supplements shop down the road. I went and applied there, and I got hired on the spot. And um, him walking into that store and thinking like, well, GNC didn't hire me. I'm going to go try out this store. This is in 2009, wasn't it? 2008, 2009. 
him walking in there completely changed the path of my life because he fell in love with the company. He fell in love with the mission of the company. You know, at that time we weren't very busy. Um, but it was, um, it was one of those things where, you know, he, uh, he got me excited about wanting to join up with supplement superstores and wanting to, you know, join I, the, at the time I, I got a college degree in something I wasn't interested in, which is a common story, obviously weird. And, uh, <laughs> so I, I, I was like, you know what, I'm making minimum wage doing this, but it's something I'm passionate about. It's something I love helping people. I like, you know, the, the process of giving people advice and them going home, following that advice and, and getting better results. And it made me stick around, you know, it made me, and then also, when I first met Andy Frisella, which is the owner of Supplement Superstores, he was one of the first people that actually, you know, made me believe in myself, made me believe that I could achieve something bigger than just getting a normal job and just kind of going through the, the you know, the process of, of just taking what I can get. He was the first person that said, hey, man, you should read the book, uh, The Magic of Thinking Big, and you can do whatever you want. You can own your own business. You can own your own market. And he was saying that to us back in, you know, 2010. And, uh, it completely, anyways, I was kind of, you know, that him, you know, Mike walking into supplement superstores, me meeting Andy, that completely changed the path of my life. I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for that. So little butterfly effect, huh? Yeah. Kind of crazy to think about. Fun fact. I actually hired Kyle and that, that also made a huge difference because I could have just not hired him, you know? Right. <laughs> I'm just getting you shit. Uh, <laughs> so, this is the truth, though. I was working an internship in Florida. Yeah. And uh, that was the story I was going to tell you. I was working. I was working an internship in Florida. And Jeff's like, mind you guys, we were seeing like 10 people a day. We'd have 10 people come into the store a day at the time. I was working an internship. And Mike's like, dude, you got to get back here, man. Jeff's trying to hire another guy. And I get on the phone with Jeff. And he's like, man, you got to leave that internship early. You got you to gotta come back and leave that internship early. Yeah, I don't want to work so, all these extra hours. Yeah, man. that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And so I did. I, I was like, I went to the lady that ran my internship program. I was like, hey, you know, like, it's been fun, but I'm going to go. Or is that all right? Or no? <laughs> she was like, uh, I guess, like, sure. It was Wyndham, right? No, it was a place called Resort Quest. Right. Yeah. I was I was working as a doing like property management stuff at a as a resort down in uh, Florida, but yeah, it was it was pretty funny because I came back and we were seeing like like I said, ten people a day. We'd sit in the back of the store and play like Zelda, or you know, we'd just goof off because you, it was not very busy. You, and I'm like, why did I leave my internship early <laughs> for this? You left a resort in Florida to go back to Springfield, Missouri. Correct. I actually hated it. It yeah. was uh, that is awesome. It, it was working. I mean. The thing is, is if you work 90 hours a week and it's something that you're passionate about, it's a little easier to do. But working 90 hours a week while you have people that are coming in that are bitching at you about their stay and wanting you to change rooms for them and you're running, you know, it was just not not ideal. It's, it's basically what made me feel like I do not want to do this long term. You know what? I, I love hearing these stories because I've known you guys for a while since. So when you guys first you know moved here to Kansas City, you guys came in here and introduced yourself. So I love hearing these stories about you know how it all started. So yeah. Jeff, if you can kind of elaborate how you got into it, and then obviously sure. you know hired Kyle and yeah, it was a um, completely different scenario for me. Um, I was 19 years old, and um, I was walk. I was literally just you know working at the school gym at Missouri State, and um, I was thinking of trying to get some kind of a second job and. I, uh, I didn't know a lot about supplements, but I remember just, you know, driving by and seeing this like hole in the wall place. And my honest thoughts were like, here's a place where I could probably get a good deal on supplements if I worked there. And I probably wouldn't have to do much because it doesn't seem like it's a very busy store. 
And uh, I went in and I asked specifically like in, in pure entitlement, like young punk ways, just like, <laughs> hey, um, you know, what kind of deals do you guys get when you work here? Like, how does this, how is this going to help me? You know? Yeah. And uh, the guy working behind the counter couldn't have been more like exactly what I imagined, right? He was, you know, six, five and jacked and was like, <laughs> oh, I can't believe you're making me answer this question. I'm so, you know. And uh, anyways, the guy was like, yeah, dude, you can get a good deal on this supplement or here. I mean, it's pretty good, but like our prices are already so cheap that like we honestly pay like the same price. We don't even get a discount on certain things. And I was like, well, is there like a place I can apply? He's like, yeah, man, we got applications right here. And so this is how long ago it was. I was handed a paper application. <laughs> Did you have to fill it in with a pen, right? Right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It was unbelievable. Like, who is it, who has got a paper application still, right? And so I fill it out, I hand it to him, and you know, I don't hear anything back. And you know, if you really want a job, you call back on it. I did not. Um, I was just on a whim, like stopping by to see how much how good the deals were, right? And then just was like, I'll apply. And then, anyways, uh, fast forward January now, um, four months later, I'm getting ready to head back to school after Christmas break. Uh, for my second semester of my sophomore year, and I get a call from Chris Klein, which is the business partner um, with Andy Frisilla on, on Supplement Superstores uh, and First Form. And so I get a call from Chris, and he's just like, hey, man, you still interested in the job? And I was like, uh, I mean, yeah. Um, you know, how many shifts a week are we talking? And he's like, oh, you'll, you'll work you'll work like a couple, you know? And, uh, and I was like, he's like, do you still work at the gym? And I said, yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a student manager at the gym. I have a key, you know, it's what makes me uh, – you know, say I'm a manager just because I can close and lock it up. <laughs> That's what's so funny. Like, is that really a manager? No. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So bottom line, um, he's like, yeah, you can work here. And so I'm like, oh, I don't have to interview. He's like, no, you know, you, you, you can just work here. And I was like, oh, so that was the easiest job I ever got. And um, my first uh, day of work was watching him. I couldn't find the store. It was such a bad location that I drove. Like, uh, this is a, he had, we had a second location in Springfield. And so long story short, um, it took me like three passes of it to try to find it. And, uh, you know, I probably had to map quest these directions, I'm sure, at the time. That's not, uh, doesn't bode very well for um, uh, business. Foot traffic, right? Oh, it was horrible. We, yeah. we, we, moved, we that store. moved that store. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So two th- this is 2008, January 2008. And uh, yeah, bottom line, I go in, and the, the funny factor about this was on my first day of training. Um, the owner is just like, man, this job's cake, dude. Like, once you get it, it's, it's easy. He literally told me that it's obviously been the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, and so he told me it was cake and it was just a, a funny time because uh, it was just a totally different business. And um, we've evolved quite a bit. And I would say that at the time, um, ownership wasn't as driven um, to grow at the time. And that's where it just goes to show you where, you know, who you work for really matters as far as how, how far you can go. And um, it took, uh, you know, about a year and a half to two years for, Springfield, Missouri stores to catch up to the systems that St. Louis was following at the time. At the time, St. Louis was going through the guinea pig stages of different things and trying to kind of create the recipe that we'll follow today. And once that was perfected, then we systematized it out to Springfield. So for a long time, Springfield was like the Wild West. And that was me and Kyle playing Zelda in the back. Yeah. Uh, Mike Taylor would bring his guitar in and practice yeah, guitar. Me, me and Mike would bring our guitars and play in the in the back of the store and we wouldn't hear people come in because we had a dinger on the door. I, I would get legitimately <laughs> upset for having to like pause my game when someone would come in. I'd be so upset. Do, do you guys think that if you would have started not playing Zelda in the back and jamming out on guitar and stuff like that, would you have still been interested, you know, rewind your, put yourself back in the shoes. If it was like you would have walked in and it was the, 
what was maybe more common in the St. Louis, um, yeah. you know, um, Oh, we, we talked territory. about it all the time. We would get emails from like the, 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 the general manager at the time in St. Louis, those emails would go out company wide and then we would be like, do we have to do this? Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. and, and Chris would be like, nah, man, don't worry about, don't worry that. about that. You know, there, there we was, had different pricing in Springfield. There was all kinds of just like, was, this is not a professional business. Not, yeah. Um, yeah, all the time. So when was like the shift? Like, like when you guys started to shift and start adding these processes, you said once they got in St. Louis and they perfected it. I'll, I'll tell you easy is when first form started. Okay. So when first form started, it was April of 2009 and they created their own protein known now as formula one and AKA the owners just threw in a giant investment, right? So we just started our own brand. We just bought, you know, probably a 30 K worth of protein. We need you guys to sell it. And um, it shifted completely our culture as a company to be more service oriented to, and we always had education. That was something that actually from the very beginning that we had to know and we talked to with our customers about was always just educating them first, uh, but genuinely going out of our way to understand the value of every customer happened once, you know, first form got started. And I think that when we started systematizing out, I was promoted to manager in 2010. That's what made me prompt to have to hire a staff rather than Chris work his location and I work the other location with my coworkers. It was now, Jeff, you're going to run both these stores and you need to come up with staffs. And so, you know, that's how we rolled in the beginning. But really was that, I think that was the major factor was when first form really started. Um, they started putting, you know, they started managing us better. Really was what it came down to. What's, what's uh, you know, managed, you know, gets measured. And that's all it was, was we all of a sudden had to start hitting certain, you know, points and it, wor it worked out really well. Expectations can be a funny thing, right? Right, absolutely. All of a sudden it's uh, the expectations of doing this and it sounds like the team down there in Springfield stood up and mm -hmm. and if they didn't, I'm sure they weren't around for much longer and everyone else uh, moved on and upward, right? We, yeah. were, we were lucky in the fact that so, yeah, in the beginning, we were goofing off, and it wasn't as serious of a job for us in the beginning. But as soon as, you know, as soon as Andy kind of flipped that switch and was like, hey, we're going to take this serious, and, you know, these are the changes that we're making, and, and basically challenged us. Because, you know, we had a core, you know, four of us in Springfield that were all had athletic backgrounds. We were all super competitive people. We instantly became – hyper motivated to be on the same level as as st louis was we all wanted to win for and sure. we all wanted to win and okay I so there's only only a handful of you guys then mm -hmm. okay. there was only five six employees at the time in springfield oh, wow. in springfield right between two locations and we had limited hours we weren't open on sundays we were open from like 11 to 7 when i first started we then expanded to 10 to 8 then 9 to 9 you know then we opened on sundays and, um, you know, ironically, that's a good, you know, as far as if there's any young listeners to this, um, we were in an opportunity where we were in a spot where we actually went to our bosses and said, can we open on Sundays? Like we wanted to work more. We wanted to have more opportunity because they were open in St. Louis on Sundays. And it felt like, you know, we were going, you know, toe to toe with St. Louis on stuff. And then all of a sudden we get, you know, we get to Monday and it's like they had a whole extra day of business. And we just felt like we were, you know, at a disadvantage. That, yeah, that was the whole thing. It goes back to being competitive. We were like, well, of course they're beating us. They have an extra day. Let us open that day and we'll be on the same page. Mm -hmm. So let's let's fast forward uh, a little bit. So 
kind of talk about the the transition to Kansas City, why you guys decided to come here. I know it's probably a, obviously a bigger market, but um, kind of talk about that. R- real quick, so what happened was in 2013, Jeff did such a good job managing me, turned me into a stud. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Andy called me in 2013 and said, hey, man, um, I want you to move to St. Louis. If you could move to St. Louis, I have a store that I want you to manage. Um, I moved to St. Louis in 2013. I end up managing three different stores and then become a DM, which takes us to the point in 2016 where we uh, basically, we had gotten to a point in, two, when did when did Andy first roll out the idea of doing franchises for 12. employees? So in, in 2012, he, he basically said, hey, you know, we're going to open up Kansas City. It's going to be a market that we're going to allow our employees to open. And basically the way it'll work is we, we choose you to go open a market. You spend the time paying us back on the loan, and then the market's yours. You can open as many stores as you want. And um, I knew from the moment that came out of his mouth that I was like, that's what I want to do. You know, 100%, that's what I want to do. And um, Jeff was not always like that. Say on, the, on the contrary, um I, at the time, I felt like I got a lot of purpose out of being, like, a a part of the team. I really liked, um, you know, mattering within the organization. Like, if I go off and do my own thing, now I have to be in charge of, like, what's cool and what's not cool. You know, I wanted to be, like, a cog in the wheel, if you will. I guess I just didn't think big enough at the time. Um, I was always told that I was going to be a sales rep for First Form. So um, that's a kind of a fun side note is that I was always, like, groomed to be a, a sales rep for First Form, and that's really old business. If you can imagine someone going, you know, door to door to different supplement stores and trying to sell product. Um, that's how our business, I mean, that's how first form started and that's how it was going to be, uh, you know, pre Instagram era. It's also more conventional, right? A hundred percent. Every, every business has that, right? Liquor right. stores have account their distributors, rep. your account reps, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was going to be like an account rep. I was going to have a cool company car that I got to drive. All that was, you know, sexy sounding to me. And I think that if, if we're all being honest, you know, you grow up, um, if you're just listening to society and school and so forth, like that's a great job. Like, uh, wow, you know, you're going to, you're going to be an account rep for a growing brand and you get to be on the ground floor and you get a company car and benefits and a salary, like pff, sign me up. I'm 22 years old. You know what I mean? And so, uh, I thought that was just going to be the best. And I also, all of my family's from St. Louis first forms based in St. Louis, you know, I get to go back and hang out with my friends again, you know, um, all that just sounded romantic to me. And so I was all about that. And it wasn't until about 2013 or so, he had already been talking about franchising and so forth. Um, and he gave me a call as well. And, you know, our stores were doing well in Springfield. And then this is the, the blessing in disguise that Kyle and I didn't realize. And over time, Cream kind of raised, uh, rose to the top on this. But a lot of Springfield employees have done well within our company over the years. And it was because we were so far away from St. Louis and the hub and, and where Andy lived. And so it was basically all the growth that we were doing was based on the actions we were taking only and, and alone. And so I got a call from Andy and he said, like, who the hell else am I going to send to Kansas City? You know, you guys have already proven that you know how to do this away from, you know, the hub. So, you know, you're a no risk example of who we could send to Kansas City. You know, you should, you know, and I'm like, yeah, but I wanted to be a first form sales rep, Andy. And I was dead serious. And I was dead serious. And he's like, shut up. He was just like, do you know how I pay myself? And I was like, no. And he's like, well, I don't pay myself through first form at all. He's like, that's all going back into the business to grow first form. I mean, he's like. You know, he's like, you know that really nice Lambo I have? He's like, that's from Supplement Superstore's money. 
He's like, you should open a supplement superstores, Jeff. And I was like, Are you, sh-? you know, he's like, I'm trying to help you make a good decision, Jeff. Just listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was it. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll open stores, you know. And I have no family in Kansas City. I had very few friends that were from Kansas City. And so, you know, for me, it was just we, we went to Kansas City purely because it's a it's the perfect market for where we were at. We were in Springfield, we we're in St. Louis. Eventually, we we're in Columbia. And so it was just a natural fit to, to go there first. And obviously, we've never looked back. Love it. What's up, Sweat Daily Faithful? Patrick here asking you to support the people that support our show. Are you sweating about how to best finance your new home? Give Peter Rudd, the helpful home loan guy, a call. Whether you are looking to purchase or refinance a home, Peter will put together a personalized loan solution for you that fits your needs and coach you through the loan process step by step. Trust me, guys, my wife and I are working with Peter right now, and the home buying process could not be easier. He's that good. Call Peter today at 816-508-2233. That's 816-508-2233. Or visit him online at nasb.com backslash p dash rud. NMLS 1791838. Nasby is an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Tell me a little bit about when you get, when you first hit boots on the ground here and you don't know anybody and it's like, all right, I got to open some stores. Like, what does that look like? Um, were there any doubts? Oh, I mean, we, we honestly didn't have doubts as far as if we were going to be successful because we have no quit in us. Um, but it was a matter of, and, and you know, and success is relative. We don't think we're successful right now, right? We, we have a long ways to go, but um, we, we just knew that we, we were going to have to meet uh, people in the community um, that were influential, that you know, either owned a gym or ran a gym, et cetera, and earned their trust and, and earn it, you know. And so TJ can tell you what that was like because he was literally the first person we went and met. That's the truth. Yeah, I, I got to train these guys. They came in and took what my my five a.m. six a.m. Yeah, six a.m. <laughs> that is rough for me, by the way. <laughs> it was like a. Uh, it was just I, I don't know. It, it it was probably a Thursday, and it was a ton of cardio. I remember. It was and, brutal. Uh, uh, Jeff's like, this is too much rowing. <laughs> yeah. I just remember thinking in my head, like, we want to make friends with this TJ guy. He, uh, you know, he owns CrossFit 913. It's this, it's this badass gym, and and uh, we need to, we need to be friends with him and and uh, hopefully earn his business and earn his trust over time. And you know, we look at all of the people in the fitness industry as <clears throat> eventually we'd like them to be customers, but we let them do it on their time. And you know, after meeting TJ, you know, we didn't. We didn't talk a whole bunch after that, immediately after. And then you guys came in and bought like a Bang Energy drink from us. And I was like, we got him. We came <laughs> in, you know. He finally came yeah, in. The rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, when we, so when we knew we were coming to Kansas City and we basically had our, our leases signed and everything, we, we did spend many weekends here doing uh, bodybuilding shows and different events to kind of get people used to us coming to us coming to Kansas City. And we had also been doing – sponsoring bodybuilding shows and, and, and different events in Kansas City for years, years and prior. years I, prior. I worked, a, I worked a bodybuilding show for First Form in 2011 here as an example. So we weren't, we didn't, we didn't open up completely like just out of nowhere. We had, we had a little bit of a base built up. Um, and, but, you know, when we first opened up, we had no, no employees. Me and Jeff worked every single shift. I don't think we let anybody take a transaction besides us for like a year. <laughs> Just was close to a year, yeah. Was there um, a lot of guidance from the mothership back in St. Louis, or was this you guys literally just like drawing up on a whiteboard and scratch paper saying, we should probably do these things? 
Well, I, I was a I was a district manager in St. Louis before moving here, and Jeff ran our our Springfield market, so there wasn't a lot that they could. There wasn't a lot of direction that they needed to give us outside of like financial direction. You know, hey, you know, stuff the the nuts and bolts of business like taxes and things. Cash like that. flow, cash learning flow. these things. Yeah. So outside of those things, there wasn't a lot that they had to teach us. It was pretty much just go and you know execute this like you'd be executing opening a new store in St. Louis or in Springfield, um, and that's pretty much what we did. And uh, it uh, was I, there's a lesson to be learned here. I want to make sure I make it clear for any again young listener or someone that's working at a job where they have a boss and they have coworkers, et cetera, is that like every job is a complete opportunity. And we had this amazing opportunity where we got to learn on someone else's dime how to run this playbook. And we got to make a ton of mistakes on somebody else's dime. And um, we, we didn't take that for granted. And him and I actually helped with the, the playbook, if you will, as far as systematizing how our company runs. Um, we had a lot of responsibility in that. And so um, we, we had we knew exactly what our playbook was going to be the minute we got here. It was just a matter of letting time catch up and kind of let that cake bake, if you will. Got it, got it. Yeah, and um, execution is always the hard part as well, right? A lot of people can dream. It takes a spe- some special individuals with a lot of fortitude in order to execute. It seems like you guys have done that quite well. Honestly, the, um, the, the part that became the hardest for us so far in our growth is when we started opening multiple stores and having to hire people underneath because our system basically if if you're listening to this and you don't have an idea as to to what we do specifically we have uh, in our stores all of our employees are NASM certified in personal training and sports nutrition um, and then we also have um, you know pretty extensive uh, uh research called the SSPSE uh, it's a test that you have to take and pass which is basically you know, ingredient amounts, you know, specific ingredient qualities, everything that goes into giving somebody good advice. And there is literally just no way to take somebody who is a brand new employee and get them up to speed there. It's just, it takes a certain amount of time. And when we opened multiple locations, that became, it became the hardest, it was the hardest thing that we did. To turn somebody into (laughs) a, you know, a health professional uh, is the best way I could just describe it quick is to turn somebody into a health professional where, you're going to go to them for advice and you have to teach them that. Um, it just takes time. It's the only way to put it. So you, you guys don't just hire on the spot anymore. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great one. Yeah. That's a, no. that's a great uh, example. We do three interviews now, you know, and Kyle and I still do the, the final interview with everybody. We got one today and it's just funny because we be like, yeah, we didn't, I mean, I, I didn't interview him. I didn't get interviewed. And um, it's funny. I mean, some of the, some of the you know, brightest stars in our company, for example, were all that way. Yeah, if you guys have never been into a supplement superstore, you guys, you guys probably do customer service better than any company I've ever met. And Thank so, you, man. Um, appreciate that. Really enjoy going into all your stores, and I and I feel fully confident sending any of my athletes to you guys, just knowing that you're gonna, you know, fill them full of knowledge and and, and good supplements. But um, what's kind of the future for you guys? Uh, anything on the on the roadmap that you guys are excited about, especially for like the, the Kansas City area? You want to take that? Uh, well, we're going to look at another location today at 1 p.m. Um, we want really the way that we look at Kansas City is we want to be the best. Um, we want to be the best at, at basically bringing fitness and, and lifestyle changes to as many people as possible. And so if that means opening more stores in different areas, then that's what that means. Um, I think eventually we do want to go outside of Kansas City. Um, and we want to get the, the reason for that is we're, we're really, really dedicated to um, 
to helping the, the people basically to paint it back in the same way that, that Andy helped us. We want to help our employees in the same way we want to create, you know, the lifestyle and, and, and career opportunities that, that we had afforded to us for our employees too. And it's just going to take more growth to do that. And we also, you know, I think that we, as far as what we do with, with helping people with diet and exercise and, and, you know, I think that we do that really well. And I, I, it's kind of the, what You're gives being us modest purpose. right now, Kyle, we purpose, we, we think we do that best. I best. mean, like, I, I genuinely feel like if you are somebody who is getting started with fitness or you're just feeling remotely lost in any way, shape, or form, that Supplement Superstores is the absolute best place that you could go to get started to get completely pressure-free, um, completely selfless help where they're really just going to guide you in the most selfless way possible to genuinely help you accomplish whatever it is that you say you want to do, and we do that completely free. So that's what I would, what I would say is that our purpose now is to genuinely give fitness a good name give supplements specifically a good name because of how many people are out there trying to steal your money when it comes to supplements. We just genuinely want to be the change. You know what I mean? When it comes to that. And, um, we take that really, really serious as far as a responsibility goes. And I hope that from people shopping with our stores already, that they feel completely different about fitness and they feel completely different about taking supplements based on the actions that they've had within our, you know, within our stores. I think too, it's just trying to expand on our culture that we have here too. Um, the thing that makes me feel the best is when we get a group of like-minded people together to work out, sweat together, you know, do things together that are, that are positive. There's lots of negativity out there. There's lots of, you know, crap going on in the world. And it's like, when you get people together that all are on the same page and having a good time together, that's honestly one of the best feelings in the world for me personally. I, I will say that one of the things that I've admired about what you guys have done is you've managed to remove ego from an industry that has a lot of it. Yeah. Um, so from an, just an outsider's perspective, you know, not, not hanging out with you guys a bunch, but you guys always have events at different gyms and you seem to do really, really well at bringing the fitness community of Kansas city together. Um, and I don't think that that's an easy task to accomplish, but you guys have made it look easy, which is really freaking cool. Yeah, appreciate Thanks, that a whole yeah. lot. Yeah. Two, two, uh, two questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what was for each of you biggest failure in creating what you guys have managed to create and what did you learn from it? Hmm. You go first. I'm a, I got to think about, it. um, you know, I would say that, um, failure is a strong word. I, I look at it very relative in the sense of, you know, obviously we learned something from it. Right. So it was just really a learning lesson. Um, as far as the stores go, we had that recipe really well, really, really well done by the time we opened here. And so I would give myself more of, uh, there was something that you know, I would call like something that I would change or my own personal failure would be that, um, I was very hard to coach at a younger age. Um, I definitely had an ego. Um, I definitely felt like I, you know, I was, I was, I knew more than other people and I let that get in the way and cloud my ability to truly listen and, and learn from my coaches. And instead I wanted to say, yeah, but to all the coaching that they gave me and I would run things through my own filter and kind of put my own spin on things and it would be changing the recipe. And it just took me years and years and years to, to understand that, you know, the best way to learn sometimes is just to shut your brain off and be dumber and listen, you're, you're too smart. And uh, I would tell anybody, wherever you're at right now, wherever you're working, there are people that are smarter than you within your organization that are trying to teach you something and quit 
personalizing everything to you. You're not special. You're replaceable 100%. You are following a system. Just follow the system and learn that system 100%. And then you can teach it to others. And that's when you become invaluable. And that's what took me so long to learn. And once I unlocked that superpower of being able to shut my brain off and just listen all the way and then be able to teach it to others, we were granted the permission to go open up supplement superstores in Kansas City. I think, I don't know if I would classify this as a failure, but the, the probably the, the in my in my career at Supplement Superstores, the, the moment that stands out as being the biggest uh, fork in the road is I actually quit Supplement Superstores in 2015. January Two, or February? Yeah, like January or February of 2015. I actually took a job doing, uh, selling corporate insurance. Um, and, uh, I had I had just hit I'd hit a point where I felt like I couldn't go anymore. I was I was doing all of our back end stuff, so I was doing everything technical for our company. I was I was working in the busiest store we had in the company. I was burning the I was burning the candle at both ends at that point in my life. And um I quit. I remember I called my buddy Mike Taylor, who was a district manager for us in St. Louis, and uh, he's like, "Yep, oh, you put in your two weeks. Like, let's make it like walk my, out." Well, I mean, dude, like, it was like you quitting. called your boss and you said, "Like, hey, man, I took another job. I'm putting in my two weeks." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Andy, um, <laughs> Mike goes, "Andy's gonna want to talk to you," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God!" And uh, so he called me. He's like, "Get to my office right now." And uh, I had like a seven hour talk with him at that point. And, um, and Kyle he, talked like very little. I talked very little. <laughs> but if you don't know Andy, he's kind of a scary guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's actually a great guy. But like he when when he wants to get a point across, he's going to get it across. And uh, that talk, you know, outside of Mike Taylor walking into that supplement store originally, that talk changed my life more than any other talk because he basically stopped me from making a, a bad decision. The guy. My, my buddy who got me the job doing the insurance that um, he w- he was, you know, gung ho on me on me working there. I end up telling him like, hey, man, I can't take the job. Uh, my buddy that got me that job, he actually quit that job within six months. And I was like, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so hey, anyways, to that be clear Kyle's already invested over five years of his life into this company. Yeah. You know? And yes. it's about quitting for this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess my, the thing that I learned most from that, because we're talking about failures and what you learn from it, the thing I learned most from that is you just got to communicate with people, um, communicate with your bosses. Your bosses are human. They, they understand struggle. They understand what you're going through and they're not mind readers. So it's not like Andy could have, have known what I was going through personally, um, without me coming to him and talking to him. So we always try and have a really open door policy with even like we've had meetings with people that have worked for us for like two or three weeks. They're like, Oh my gosh. Last week we sat down with a kid um, who, you know, is having a big life decision and he's worked for us like two months, but we both drove out to Lee summit and sat down with him. It's important. Yeah. We, we, I, I, since that talk with Andy, I've, I've always made it really, really high priority for me to be an open door. And and basically if you guys have something you want to talk about, if you're going through something, don't just hold it inside. Let me know. Cause I can help you work through it. Andy had all the answers to my, my problems. He had the, he was the one that could guide me and tell me which, what I needed to do, what I didn't need to do, but I hadn't even had the conversation with the guy that could fix it. You know, um, we, we were, I mean, this is a, I think important for context. And I think it's a really special time in our lives as far as how this all came to be was in 2015, 
I was going through my personal hardest time within the company. Just basically, Kyle and I had won every award within the company as far as um, acknowledgements, you know, store awards, individual awards. We felt like we weren't being challenged anymore, and we had, you know, helped out with the systems and everything. It was just kind of like very, very no, no challenge, you know, no purpose. And so we were both having these nightly talks of just like, man, I'm struggling right now. Like, you're thinking about doing something else. I'm thinking about doing something else, et cetera. And I'll never forget the night before he was going to quit. He talked to me and, you know, he said, like, it's going down tomorrow. Like, you know, I just got the job at, at, at Federated Insurance. I'm doing this. And so the next day, you know, I couldn't wait to call him and be like, you didn't fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> and it got as far as him getting the job. He was moving to friggin' Pittsburgh, Kansas. Oh, it was God, done. I'm glad I didn't do his, that. <laughs> his, wife, his wife, who was, a, was she fiance yet? She yeah. was fiance at the time, right? His wife, or fiance at the time's on board. You know, this is all no. happening. And yeah. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this ain't happening. No, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's another good lesson, too, is I, so I had that long talk with Andy, and then I go out to eat with my wife. This is about marrying the right person. And uh, she looked at me, and she's like, you can't go sell insurance. She's like, you're a meathead. You like supplements <laughs> and working out. She's like, you're not going to be an insurance guy. And I was like, yeah, you're right. He called, so <laughs> when I called him that night, he was like, I'm like, did you do it? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, and what happened? He's like, I went to Andy's office and I was like, and you didn't quit, did you? He's like, I'm a pussy. <laughs> 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 and that's really what happened. No, but it was the best decision. I mean, like I said, it was, you know, I love the job. When you think about it, like the, the, the actual aspect of, the, of what we do on a daily basis, I loved it. It was just at some point, like Jeff was saying, we were on uninspired. And so that's another thing that I try and keep in mind with our guys too, is that you have to constantly challenge them. You have to be putting them in situations that, and also giving them ownership in the company by letting them make decisions on their own, you know, letting them uh, make their store their own. We always tell our guys, Hey man, you are like the entrepreneur. This is like your store. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're making the big decisions for this store. You're making the connections in the community. You're, you are the business owner when it comes to this store. That type of ownership gives people purpose. And, and like I said, somewhere along the line, I had lost that. And I'm glad that I'm glad that I got it back at some point and, and kind of, you know, it led me to here. So obviously it was the best decision to have made. So I, I, I love both those. Um, I think, you know, we all have our own uh, missteps and misfortunes and things that we learn from them. So, uh, uh, those are awesome examples. Anything, uh, before we wrap up, anything you guys want to leave the audience with? Um, um, <clears throat> I would say that, you know, first and foremost, if you've been to a supplement superstores, um, we genuinely, genuinely appreciate you. We appreciate your support. We appreciate your shopping local, um, and, and just giving us any form of support. Um, it never goes unnoticed. Um, and if you haven't, um, we, we encourage you at least to just check us out and try us. And if you haven't, we'd love to find a way to earn it. And please communicate with TJ, with Nick, let us know what you feel like we need to do better because we want to do it. We want to be the best at what we do. And, um, you know, if there's any opportunity for us to get better, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I totally agree with that. You know, that's, we're, we're always trying to improve. So, and we're always open ears. So we are always looking for feedback and, you know, we appreciate everybody that shops with us. Basically it. Where uh, all the locations, not in counting, not including the, the new one yet, or maybe throw in the potential oh, yeah. new one? We got a, well, we just know this. If you live in Kansas City metro area, there's a store within 20 minutes of you right now, no matter what. Um, Lee Summit, Overland Park, Olathe, Shawnee, Liberty, and Zona Rosa. And um, that's really on Barry Road and Highway 69. But uh, 
169. But bottom line, uh, you know, we, we would just hope that you guys can make it in. And if you can't, just give our stores a call and we'd love to help you over the phone or do a Zoom call. Just honestly, we have a whatever it takes mentality. That's our that's our uh, tagline for our business. If you are looking to get in better shape and you just want an extra set of eyes on what you're doing, costs zero dollars. Yeah, I got I got one last thing to, to add. We uh, we just launched Operation Transformation. So it's a 10 week uh, challenge that we do. And um, it's basically, you know, come in the store, we give you an in-body scan, we can help you out with your diet. And uh, at the end of it, we give away $10,000. So if anybody is looking for some extra motivation, we have, a, we have a Facebook group that we started in which that Facebook group gives people support. People post in there about, you know, how their day went, you know, what, you know, if they ran into any problems. It's just a good support group. So if anybody's looking for an extra level of support, that's free to enter. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, so we'd, we'd love you to, you know, if you're interested in that, join that as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so again, thank you guys for uh, for joining us today, and thank you for everything you guys are doing for the Kansas City community. Thank yeah, you we, guys for having us. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys, and we'll have to get you back on here and keep jamming on stuff. Yeah, sounds man. good. Appreciate cool. you guys. Thank you guys. All right, guys. If you guys haven't already subscribed, please don't forget to uh, give us that five stars. You can hear us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts later.